And it is so funny to be like, maybe this guy with the stolen camera was going to make a masterpiece. Cause that would have been a surprise. Like imagine like Stanley Kubrick makes 2001 a space odyssey and they're like, well, Stanley, how did you uh, film that? You're like, Oh man, I fucking stole a credit card. It's a random (laughs) dude in Burbank. And I just like bought myself a camera and then I made 2001 a space odyssey. You'd be like, wow, an unlikely origin story. It was pure coincidence that this guy had a $10 million credit card limit. I got to say it really worked in our favor. Put the whole thing on one card. Uh, Bank of America calls like uh, uh, Mr. Um, uh, Mr. Flores. We have some uh, unusual activity concerning your card. Did you um, fund a uh, $83 million motion picture back in uh, <laughs> July? Hello and welcome to the Lyric Boys Podcast. My name is Lucian Flores and with me as always is Andrew Stieglitz. Andrew, say hello. Hello, everybody. Nice to hear from you, Andrew. Anyway, <laughs> this is the Lyric Boys Podcast and this is a podcast where me and Andrew take one of our favorite bands or musicians and artists and we pick 10 of their craziest, wildest, funniest, most zany lyric, and and we talk about it. We break those lyrics down, and we have a good time. Is that right? Uh, that having a good time is subjective, but yes, we absolutely break these lyrics down in a fun way, not meant to be analytical. Having fun and a good time is objective. Thank you. Thank you pointing that out anyway it's, it's subjective subject i'm sorry anyway why don't you screw your head on okay <laughs> this is a fantastic episode do you know why why is that this episode is fantastic because we are covering the band charlie bliss and we are both oh, man. very excited for this yeah i love love this band uh they're so good, man. I discovered them a few years ago, and uh, you want me to uh, you want me to uh, just let you know uh, who they are a little bit. That is a really good question, and I would love to take you up on that offer. Okay, champ. All right, Charlie Bliss is a uh, four-piece band from Connecticut. Uh, they currently reside in Brooklyn. Uh, formed by a brother-sister duo of Eva and Sam Hendricks. Eva on the vocals and rhythm guitar and Sam on the drums. Uh, so yeah, they released a couple of EPs back in like 2013, 2014. Uh, and they currently have two full-length albums out. So their first one, Guppy, they actually recorded it in 2015, but ended up scrapping that entirely and re-recording it in 2017 which is what they ended up releasing. Um, and that album and the EPs beforehand are very much like the genre of like power pop, kind of like a pop punk mm-hmm. style, very, very comparable to Weezer. Yeah. Like everybody compared them to Weezer. That's definitely um, the vibe, the first comparison I yes. too. Yes, definitely. Uh, but for Young Enough, which is their second album, their mm-hmm. second full length, uh, that they released in 2019, uh, they embraced more of like a synth sound, mm-hmm. 
yeah. that also encompasses guitars, but according to the band, it's heavily inspired by the album Melodrama by Lord. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And and that definitely comes through. I know that they were listening to a lot of Lord at the time, a lot of like Sia, a lot mm-hmm. of um our pop queens, which we stan. Yeah. <laughs> we do uh, on this podcast. <laughs> that is so, a policy. Yes. So they did so those are the two full lengths. They released an EP right after Young Enough called Supermoon that as they put it basically bridges the gap between Guppy and Young Enough. So it's very much that transition between the crunchy g- distorted Weezer like guitars to that Young Enough Lord sound. Mm-hmm. Um and and those songs like you you hear the like oh okay these are the songs that maybe were like some of the early cuts from Young Enough before they embraced fully that synth sound yeah yeah i um, didn't yeah i did not know this band before you suggested them I had, I had never even heard of them i was um living in the dark in the shadows mm, but um mm-hmm. yeah you were very you were like they're gonna be great because she has so many insane wild lyrics and yeah i think my initial i had like 18 lyrics initially or something something like crazy yeah. and i was like okay there's a lot going on yeah they they absolutely have some wild lyrics their lyrics are like very vulnerable and reflective mm-hmm. and they often like sing about relationships and past traumas yeah. but also they have this i like to call it kind of a what the fuck are they talking about vibe <laughs> that yeah. uh is I mentioned this like back on our Modest Mouse episode also. Yeah. Interpol has some of that too. Even LCD Sound System where it's like, I don't know what in God's name you mean by this, but God damn it, it is so fucking catchy and I will listen to it 10 times in a row. Yeah. Well, I think they do a good job of using humor within lyrics that are like portray a meaning or emotion in the time, but then there's humor to like kind of cut the awkwardness or the vulnerability in some way yeah and there is uh there is humor intentional humor and then there's that like what the fuck are they talking about humor and then there is um there are some lyrics that make you go like oh oh that was a very vulnerable moment you just shared and i'm glad that you included me the listener in on this little point in your life I'm glad that all the listeners get to experience a little bit of uh, a little treat in this episode as they can really tell the difference between two different New York accidents in the word humor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Are you talking about how I don't say the H? Yeah. But that's I like, only, I only my mom's like that too. And, and a lot of like my, hers out of the family. I, uh, I was only made aware of that in recent years. Uh, I didn't know that that was a thing. I'm just, I just very much locked into that for some reason. I was just <laughs> like, oh, this is a delicacy. This is a treat. Lucian, do you want to hear a fun fact about this band? I would love to hear a fun fact about the band Charlie Bliss. Here's a fun fact. The guitarist, whose name is Spencer Fox, who I met at one of their shows one day. That's bonus fact. <laughs> uh, that is That he, fact is for our Patreon listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We edit that out if you're not a Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Uh, he is also the voice of Dash from the Incredibles movie. Hell yeah. Uh, which is super random. He also had some voice work on uh, 
characters on the Disney Channel show Kim Possible, <laughs> and he was one of the dogs in Air Bud. So there you go. You know how sometimes you're like, you're not going to learn anything in this podcast. I got to say, I just learned so much. You can basically turn the podcast off right now because that will be about how much you learn up until this point. There's nothing There's nothing of educational value further down the road. There is some fodder for, uh, for your brain thinking about certain philosophical concepts. We get pretty deep, <laughs> but nothing super educational. Yes, very true. Very well said. This is also a special podcast because it marks the first time we're both podcasting as double vaccinated kings. I feel like the entire world is in 3D right now. Do you feel that way, Lucian? I, I, in fact, know it is in 3D. Okay. Well, that's how I feel. All you single vax people or non-vax people, you see it in one dimension. But me and Lucy, we have all three. Sight, sound, smell, all three dimensions. Love it. All right. So before we get into the lyrics, I just want to say that this podcast, we are partnering up with the music website Beats Per Minute. And so you can go to their website and they'll be posting and hosting the Lyric Boys. And we're very grateful for that. And... We really like Beats Per Minute. They are, they have good taste and they've got, I don't know, they've been around I mean, for a while. They partnered with us. Of course they have good taste. Yeah. It's a cool website and, and you know, they do artist interviews and reviews and, and all that stuff. So check them out. But um, other than that, you know what time it is. It's the time for me to say subscribe to the Lyric Boys wherever you get your podcast and you'll never miss an episode. Which is king shit, if you ask me. That is, that's Urban Dictionary's definition of king <laughs> shit. It's just subscribing to the Lyric Boys. Listen to the man, okay? He's a college grad. He knows what he's talking about. So let's get into these lyrics. You want me to give you the first one? I would love that. All right. Uh, my first lyric is from the song Black Hole from the album Guppy. And the lyric is, she's got her toe in the cornhole, bleeding out in a snow cone. Lost my will to the black hole, stuck my gum on his soul. Uh, here's a good example of a what the fuck are they saying lyric. Mm-hmm. But also, it kind of sounds like the worst town fair ever. Okay. <laughs> like you go to a town fair, there's like cornhole, there's snow cones. <laughs> Okay. Right, and you just got really drunk. You stuck your toe in the cornhole. You ruined everything. You mm-hmm. somehow you got blood in your snow cone. I don't really know what the story there is. That's a, that's an entire story in and of itself. And it is a fair line. gone gone wrong. That's what it sounds like. That's yeah. that's my interpretation of this. I think that <laughs> it's it's a town fair that has cornhole snow cones and also just a massive black hole in the middle of it as its main <laughs> attraction. Come to the Middletown Black Hole. This <laughs> somehow a black hole has formed in suburban Illinois, and we have the only black hole in the entire known universe that you can walk right up to and get sucked in. Tell us what's out down there. I love it. And then at the the bottom of the black hole is a QR code to be like rate your experience in the black hole. Yeah. <laughs> So, Science fiction movie plot. 
the idea of also bleeding out in a snow cone, not fun. I could not, I, I would be very disappointed if I were eating my delicious snow cone only to find out that it tasted like my own blood. <laughs> the only way I can picture bleeding out in a snow cone is like, you ever go to take a drink from a bottle and you like break your fucking tooth on it? Because that has happened to <laughs> yep. me. That, that's, is yep. if like you are so excited for the <laughs> snow cone and also you smoked meth before and you just are a raging lunatic and you smash the snow cone in your face so hard but you end up punching your face and you get blood all over your snow cone and it looks like cherry yes that that is a very realistic moment i can believe that happening to any of us to any of us thank you i really paint a picture you do paint a picture that's what we get <laughs> that's what you get as a lyric boys listener you get andrew stieglitz being a little audio rembrandt okay we, we wow. stand. Oh my God. That should be my rap name. <laughs> Audio Rembrandt. <laughs> Love it. All right. You want to hit, like... hit me with the, your first lyric? All right. Here we go. First lyric is from the song Bleach. And the mm-hmm. lyric is spitting me out and I should say something nice. I'm fucking joy and I hemorrhage light. So mm. I love the unhinged pure confidence in yourself to call yourself joy just fucking joy and the idea that you also hemorrhage light amazing but just iconically unhinged to me as a statement very unhinged you know it's interesting to read this versus listening uh because like i hemorrhage light for some reason i always thought it meant like This is this is like a view into my psyche. Okay. When you get a cut, yes, and you bleed. Okay. Some people are heavy bleeders and some people are light bleeders. Great. I thought that she was saying that like when I hemorrhage uh. blood, it's light. <laughs> But it makes a lot. lot more sense that that it's her light soul. Yeah. That is hem- that is like basically pouring out into the universe. As a person, she radiates like joy and lightness and happiness. And that's what hemorrhaging light is. Yeah, it's hilarious. It is because there's being confident in yourself and being like, yeah, I'm a cool person. People like me to then be like, I'm fucking joy. Just not even a joy. I am joy. I am what joy is and represents. I am that right now. You know, a person who says that they are the physical representation of joy, <laughs> nine times out of ten usually is not the person you want to be around at all. I like the idea that we've interacted with nine to ten people who have claimed to be the physical representation <laughs> of joy. What a crew. In one day, you're just walking down the street and you're like, man, what is going on today? <laughs> Turns out there was a gas leak over in New York City. It also turns out one of them really was a joy to be around. I just couldn't stop being around them. Yes. We love it. All right, Great Andrew. Song. All right. My second lyric uh, is from the song Percolator. Okay. Mm. I wanted to save this because it's my favorite song by them. Um, but... I'm just going to do it as my second lyric. So per- the song, the lyric is, I'm going to die in a getaway car. I haven't tried, but it sounds too hard. 
Uh, I don't know what this means at all. Again, I have no idea what I'm going to die in a getaway car means. However, um, I like to picture a stuntman. <laughs> yeah. And he's on set. And he's just terrified. Uh, but he, you know what? He lives up to the challenge. And he continues to pull the most amazing stunts you've ever seen. I'm, I'm just staring at these lyrics. They are a little confusing to me. In the sense that... Um, She says she's going to die in a getaway car. And then she says it's too hard to do that. So she's not going to die in a getaway car. It's too hard for that. What's it going to be? If you want to die in a getaway car, you got to put in the work. Exactly. I think it's about getting out of a relationship, right? I'm going to die trying to get out of this thing. Um, but also, there's there's some great lyrics from, from this song. Like, I just want to highlight some. We'll just jump around in the song real quick. Um, there's the lyric, I cry all the time. I think that Mm -hmm. it's cool. I'm in touch with my feelings. Um, I think that is cool to cry all the time. Be in touch with your feelings. Um, maybe not all the time, but cry, let it out. I want you to Uh, be a cool counselor going to school, sitting down in a chair backwards and be like, Hey kids, (laughs) I'm fucking cool with my leather jacket and my cigarette. Right? Well, guess what? Guess how I got to be this cool. Cause and I'm you just fucking start break, crying all the break time. down in the middle of <laughs> and think about everything that's wrong to me and everything I've learned and just the poignant beauty of this universe. All right. And that's how But you're super cool, right? You got a leather jacket. Like shit fucking sucks, man. <laughs> uh, that's a great professor. There's also, um, I love metaphors. Swimming in your pool, I am pregnant with meaning. So she just goes on to list some metaphors that she loves. And right. I stand a good metaphor. <laughs> I do stand a good metaphor too. We're, We're metaphor kings. <laughs> if you're at home, take a moment of uh, just make a metaphor, okay? We'll wait. Okay, cool. You know We're what? Back. Tweet at us your favorite metaphor. <laughs> do it, yeah. Great. We love it. Uh, this song is the song they always close with when they play it because it's like their most like rocking. Mm. And uh, it's just vibe. They were actually, fun fact, another fun fact, Ooh. they were the last concert I saw before lockdown. Was Damn. Was at Web- Webster Hall. Yep. When was that? November 2019. Hmm. Damn. I don't, I don't remember what mine was. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. Webster Hall. You want to give me your second lyric? I would love that. My second lyric is from the song Under You. And awesome this reminds me song. of one of the Blink-182 songs we did. First date. And I think you'll see why. Okay. I want to rip myself in two with part of me attached to you. I'll occupy your nation, fool. I can't get out from under you. Every time you say my name, I think it's a mistake. How can I believe that you are real? Every time you say my name, I think it must be fake. How can I believe that you're still here? Yeah, you know, I I didn't equate it with first date until you pointed that out. And now I see the big ball of anxiety this person has for their loved one saying their their (laughs) name. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it, we know the real meaning is like, oh, it, it's crazy that I'm with you. And every time you say my name, I'm just like still shook. 
by how awesome this is, whatever. But, 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 but the first date lyrics were simp- were like, um, like this man was on a date with someone and was just like, you can't be real. You don't have problems. You can't do anything wrong. And then this person's like, oh my God, this can't be real. You say my name. Oh my God. You know my name. I love she it. cries every time they say her name. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> listen, I got to tell you. Every, yeah, it's she a just lot. Like, it's a lot to handle right now, man. Don't. She just gasps every time her name is said in a conversation with this man. There, <laughs> it's like three like, years into the relationship, and they're like, "Hey, uh, do you want to go to Red Lobster or do you want to go somewhere a little nicer?" Jennifer, are you listening to me? And she's just like, "No, no, Red Lobster with you, the love of my life, my idol. No, no, I can't." Rachel sounds like an overworked substitute teacher from third grade with a cigarette problem. <laughs> Red Lobster. Or, I can't. <laughs> Rachel it was a Jennifer. 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 Yeah. Um. Oh, wow. Great. We love it. Also. So I also wanted to say the first part of that lyric because this one line was also very funny to me, which is "I'll occupy your I'll occupy your nation, fool." I love that. It's just so funny. Fool is a un, underappreciated like insult. It's funny. Fool's great. <laughs> no one uses like oh, you fool, but that's fool can be cute. It could be uh, really disappointed. You could. It's it just runs a. There's a range of emotion that fool can can make me feel. You know what? What's interesting about this is that the second part of this lyric is the anxiety of like I can't believe that you're real. The first part is a very um, possessive person. It looks like mm-hmm. a person who's just like, yeah, I will fucking occupy your entire being. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna get rid of me, fool. Fool. Great. Love fool. Yeah, we should use fool more. Fool is like, especially when you haven't, like, you're not expecting to get fool at a bar. Like, if yeah. if you're in a bar <laughs> fight and someone's like, yo, you fucking piece of shit, you fucking hitting on my girl, and you're like, are you a fool? <laughs> that They're going to walk away. I guarantee they're going to walk away from that fight. Yeah. The guy who says fool knows how to... <laughs> Put the beat down on. It's like that scene from Goodwill Hunting when Matt Damon just like owns the bully at the bar because he's smarter than him. Um, I think at this point on, we know that we're going to shoehorn in fool a lot during the rest of the podcast just to get a little meta and and show listeners a little bit behind the scenes. This is what goes on. Fool All is right, uh, fool. in. Oh, damn. You want to hear my third lyric, fool? <laughs> yes, fool, I do. Hashtag content fools. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get trending for for the hashtag fool. My se- my third lyric is from the song Camera off of the album Young Enough. And the lyric is, someone used my card to buy a camera in California. 556 will get you almost nowhere. Maybe my card company just prevented a masterpiece or something sick and twisted, but I'll never know for sure. Mm. Great outlook about having your card stolen. Gotta say. Yeah. 
Also, another vulnerable moment, just like I love that I now know that her bank account information, her bank account had $556 at the time this song was written, which is maybe 2018-ish. So that's a good, I just feel privileged to know that. Or they're just putting $556 on a credit card for one camera. I mean, you could get like a nice DSLR for yeah. that, right? Or yeah. yeah, you can, you can. Um, what what kind of things do you think the card company uh, prevented? Well, I think it's it's fun to have that idea of like this fraud detection. What were the ramifications of this? This person that never got this camera, right? Because the company's the card was declined, right? Mm-hmm. And it is so funny to be like. Maybe this guy with the stolen camera was going to make a masterpiece because that would have been a surprise. Like imagine like Stanley Kubrick makes two doesn't want a space odyssey and they're like, well, Stanley, how did you uh, film that? You're like, oh man, I fucking stole a credit card. It's a random (laughs) dude in Burbank. And I just like bought myself a camera and then I made two doesn't want a space odyssey. You'd be like, wow, it was an unlikely origin story. It was pure coincidence that this guy had a $10 million credit card limit. I got to say, it really worked in our favor. Put the whole thing on one card. <laughs> uh, Bank of America calls. They're like, uh, uh, Mr. Um, uh, Mr. Flores, we have some uh, unusual activity concerning your card. Did you um, fund a uh, $83 million motion picture back in uh, <laughs> July? Like, oh, me no. <laughs> uh, can you? What was the name of that motion picture? <laughs> As if you can't remember. <laughs> like the name of the motion picture was uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Does that sound familiar to you? You, you know, know that would be a great scam. <laughs> Instead of like going with like uh, Nigerian prince needs money. Right, you call someone, or you're like your car's extended warranty. Right, like how many okay. fucking times have you got this phone call? Your car's extended warranty is up. Right, the better scam is you call someone. You're like, hey, your card was used to fund this Hollywood movie. You are <laughs> entitled to royalties from this movie because your card was was used, was your credit card was stolen and used to pay for the movie. Uh, all we needed to verify is your card information and we will give you the royalties to this movie. Great scam. <laughs> Lyric boys. It's foolproof. Gonna... It's foolproof. Oh man, look at this fool. <laughs> the other alternative, right, which is not um, a masterpiece, is something sick and twisted. Mm. I feel like that's more likely than the masterpiece if we're thinking who's, I don't know, a random person who <laughs> steals credit card information. Uh, Mr. Flores, your card was used to fund this film. Uh, it was a snuff film. However, the royalties are quite a lot. <laughs> Would you like to claim them? Mr. Flores, uh, we have some concerning news regarding your credit card. You see, it was used for a camera that... Uh, films these two men in their late 20s on youtube just riffing about music and lyrics it's honestly the saddest thing i've ever seen (laughs) and your credit card funded this sick sick and twisted madness (laughs) are you happy with yourself 
Unfortunately, you don't get any royalties for this because it is unmonetizable. <laughs> you know when Kanye tweeted, I don't have a manager, I can't be managed, when he left yeah. his manager? Iconic line. <laughs> the equivalent would be, I can't be monetized, I'm unmonetized. Unmonetizable? Unmonetizable, yeah. Oh my god. Do you want to give me your third lyric fool? Um I was thinking about it for a while and I'm I'm ready for the third lyric. If you're ready, then I'm ready to take the dive with you. Alright, let's do it. My third lyric is from the song Capacity. Mm. Mm-hmm. This song kind of had a Fantagram vibe to me. A little more this was I think maybe their the one I liked the most when I was listening to them. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the most like uh, sort of synth based. Like they have almost like a drum machine sounding mm-hmm. thing going through going through it. Very very cool. Very different. Yeah. And the lyric is: I used to think that I should be good at everything. Now I know I was wrong. Great already. Then there's another lyric. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I was raised an East Coast witch, like doing nothing sacrilegious. Triple overtime, ambitious, sentimental, anxious kid. I was raised an East Coast witch, like doing nothing, sacrilegious, triple overtime, ambitious. Sometimes nothing is delicious. Most, uh, I, I honestly think most relatable lyric for me personally. Oh, that, that, I'm glad you say that because when I looked, I saw this lyric too. I was like, yeah, insanely relatable. This is the opposite of a what the fuck are they talking about lyric. This is like not only do I know what they're talking about, I'm fucking living it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> bro, <laughs> I've just imagined the same character who went to the school to be like crying school and I was like, I know what it's like to be anxious and it's like this just cool guy who gets everyone to be okay with feeling not great all the time. <laughs> anyway, um, I used to think that I should be good at everything already relatable. Mm-hmm. Now I know I was wrong. Great. I'm glad she's learned, but that's great. <laughs> great lesson. Yeah. Um, but I do love the way just this part ends with sometimes nothing is delicious, Mm-mm. which is a great cap on just all these anxieties about like wanting to work. Can't you know, Protestant work ethic. You can't not be working. Always got a hashtag hustle. And then she's just like, you know what? Nothing is delicious. And yeah, we need that sometimes. There's, I think when I heard this, I was like, hell yeah. I was in like a moment where I just wasn't doing much or maybe I was like stressed. I wasn't doing enough. One of the two. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. That's a vibe. It also is maybe how an orphan would rationalize not having dinner for the night. <laughs> they don't have parents to serve it to them. They'd be like, well, sometimes nothing is delicious. And there is my joke for the episode. I, I do like when we have these jokes, you know? <laughs> Hashtag jokes. These jokes keep st- our audience going. Do we stand an orphan joke? <laughs> we do. Um, I also love that she calls herself an East Coast witch. Yeah. I do love I feel that. like an East Coast witch sometimes. Me too. I think we all feel like an East Coast witch. Yeah. There's just that vibe. Yeah, that is a triple overtime ambitious 
doing nothing sacrilegious just like i mean you feel it in the pandemic even in the, when you can't do anything yeah and, and you still feel that like what should i be doing right now yeah guys here's your homework for the for the week after this episode feast on nothing all right this is this is the cool professor here <laughs> you have no homework just promise <laughs> me this one thing Set your phone timer for 30 minutes and do nothing. Anyway. Let me get you my, my fourth lyric, King. Please. My fourth lyric is from the song Young Enough from the album Young Enough. By the band Young Enough? Not quite. Oh. Dumbass, we're fucking 35 minutes into a Charlie Bliss episode. Why would the bands be Young Enough? I was just like, I don't know, listened to a lot of Run the Jewels, and I, I just assumed it was going to be like that. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go to a different school. Professor's not giving you enough homework. Your brain is turning to mush. The lyric is, you were still just a kid, just a beautiful boy, crushing cigarettes just to prove a point. Uh... Cigarettes are cool. <laughs> Point proven. End of story. <laughs> All right. And moving on to my lyric. <laughs> no. So I know you, you've you often said that to me, that you just think cigarettes are the coolest looking thing. Like the idea of smoking to you. As someone, you've never smoked, right? I never smoked a cigarette. Uh, but every time I see a cigarette being smoked, I'm like, that man knows, okay? That's, He's got yeah. his priorities in order. That's what I love. Looking I, cool. I love that you think it's so cool looking. So I've said this to you too. I've also never smoked a cigarette and the Lyric Boys are two hashtag nerds who have never smoked cigarettes. But I've smoked do, other tobacco products like cigars and hookah, but never a cigarette. What we and do... Vapes. Is sometimes when I'm eating like a french fry or a veggie straw, I like to tap it like a cigarette and watch mm-hmm. the food dust come on, come off. And I think I seem cool. Well, let me tell you, that's the thing, man. If they made if they made a healthy cigarette that was just like rolled up, crushed up oxygen, <laughs> I would be the coolest. I would never have been like made fun of. I would ne- I would be a different person. Okay. I'm telling you, I would be probably like a Brad Pitt type movie star with a six pack. If you had, I would just be. If I had smoke those, cigarettes, I'd be so confident. Up. Well, no. If I smoke, if they made like a healthy cigarette that I could smoke, like a healthy alternative to tobacco that I could smoke, and look cool, the confidence would just be. You couldn't contain me. I'd be all over the fucking place. You would have just had your healthy cigarettes all the time. All the time, I'd be packing them in. You'd do this thing where you hit the pack uh, against the palm of your hand to pack in the tobacco. Then you like you pull it out, right? You put it in, in yeah. your mouth, right? You you yeah. light it up. Oh, <laughs> cool as fuck, man! I would be a different person if I could smoke healthy cigarettes. In this story, you could have had that life had you just smoked real cigarettes. <laughs> if that's what you think cigarettes get you. Yeah, but the thing about that is that. Uh, I'm not actually cool, right? And the cool thing about... One of the cool things about cigarettes is that they're not good for you. And it's sort of like this I don't give a fuck to the world. 
Uh, so that life could never happen. But in my fantasy, I am a Brad Pitt six pack having smoking two packs a day motherfucker. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> This song, Young Enough, is also very vulnerable, very good. There's a lot of good lyrics from here. But I just like, I mean, I am a beautiful boy. Okay. But I've never crushed a cigarette just to prove a point. Although in my head, I have. Yeah. Your equivalent of that would just be, what, else, would that, what else do you do to be cool? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> you do nothing to be cool. You just live your best authentic self. Andrew Stieglitz, he's... Has a <laughs> I cry all the time. I'm in touch with my feelings. Yeah, that's right. I cry all the time. <laughs> that's my terrible impersonation of a cool person going to school. Wow. <laughs> no wonder you got your fucking ass kicked every day. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve that bullying, son. Fool. Would you like to hear my fourth Charlie Bliss lyric? Yes. Or, uh, here we go. It's from the song Scare You. Mm. Mm, mm. Good song. Good mm. song. Mm. And the lyric is, forced fun, ill at ease. All I eat is bread and cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I know you said that the last lyric I gave about working all day and and when you're not working feeling like you're should be working that the you know those lyrics about the east coast witch lifestyle mm. you said that was the most relatable well i gotta say all i eat is bread and cheese pretty relatable pretty fucking relatable yeah is that really all you eat because i've eaten with you and i've seen you eat other stuff Okay, you're gonna do this now on air. You're gonna call me on out. air. We're having an. We're basically the lyric equivalent of Howard Stern. Okay, we're having I'm a dust up. Calling you out. Yeah, we're having a dust up. <laughs> we're having a good old fashioned 50s. dust up. <laughs> All right. Well, fifties out. Right before this podcast, to get a window into my world, I had some mm. cheese with some crackers. Okay, so mm. I'm riding that high coming to this. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of food is bread and cheese, right? I had a turkey sandwich today with cheese on it. That's bread bread and cheese, cheese. baby. I had tacos earlier. Technically another form of bread and cheese. Mm -hmm. Pasta. I had... um, With uh, bread and cheese, baby. I I had cereal. I had cereal this morning, like, like, (laughs) like flakes, whatever, wheat flakes or whatever. That is basically bread and milk. Is similar to cheese. <laughs> Eventually, this conversation is just gonna go <laughs> the most like the worst flakes. You're like, okay, I I um drove a yellow car. Looks uh, like cheese on on a on a highway. So the yellow car is like cheese, and the highway is like a a, a bun for the car, and that's basically uh, bread and cheese. <laughs> exactly. We got anything else about this? We got oh. any uh, more uh, general cheese commentary? Mm, mm, Racking the mm. brain for cheese stories. Mm. Let's see. Let's see. We got any? We got any? Mm. Oh, I got one. Oh, Fresh do you from really? the dome. 
Let me hear your cheese. It's not a good story, but I just uh, thought cheese and uh, that's how my mind works. So paint a picture. Young Lucian. Okay. Uh-huh. College Lucian. Sitting in the dining hall with his friends. And guess what they have for soup tonight? Cheese. It's Cabot Cheddar <laughs> Soup. What is it? Cheddar soup. Like broccoli cheddar? No, just cheddar. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's basically cheese whiz from a can that they sprayed out and just melted down. It's cheddar soup, it okay? That is and disgusting. I was like, holy shit, cheddar soup? Are you fucking seeing this? No way. You can make cheese into soup? Oh, fam, sign me up. I said fam in, in uh, 2011, 12, 13. Did, uh, did this uh, soup happen to be served on April 20th, per chance? <laughs> yeah. The soup was served on a day for <laughs> was <it> not <laughs> potheads. Soup was served uh, for all, okay? <laughs> and, all right. Um, and I was like, holy fucking shit cheddar soup and all my friends were like oh shit cheddar soup so then i get a big massive bowl of cheddar soup and i sit down at the table and no one else has cheddar soup and i was like what the fuck i thought we were just like all incredibly hyped for cheddar soup <laughs> and it was like no cheddar soup that sounds and looks gross and i was like but it's <laughs> fucking cheese you can eat as soup how is that not awesome and then <laughs> i had one tiny bite of it it was so bad. It was so fucking bad. I had no more of it. That, it really to... does sound like the worst idea possible. It, it sounds like somebody squirted cheese whiz from a can and just melted it down. Uh, I imagine a big gross. block of cheese that just just melts in the in the sun and then becomes soup. How do you think? Were the guys in the back making that? Were just like, oh fuck. We were supposed to make a soup of the day. We never made a soup of the day. <laughs> well, we have this like cheese sitting out here. It's been sitting out on the hot <laughs> sidewalk. We'll just call that soup. <laughs> it's still like half hard cheese. <laughs> they just put it, they just call it soup. And everybody's like, well, they, they called it soup. I mean, it must be. I do like the idea that like sometimes they make just random ass shit and be like, you think students are going to eat this? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> Try They just it. Like, like to do it to make fun of the students. They're like, look at yeah. these fucking assholes. They'll eat whatever we put in front of them, these fucking sheep cattle. Because I think we talked bah, about it. They batted us. <laughs> <laughs> you put, you ladle. <laughs> You ladle some of your soup into a bowl and the cook is just there smoking a cigarette going, bah, you fucking sheep. <laughs> I think this is also, I think I've told the story on this podcast about the one time in, in the dining hall, everything was banana themed. There was just one dinner <laughs> when everything was banana themed. So I think you, I, in like retrospect. <laughs> We went to the same school and I do not remember this at all. Because I lived in Miles Standish Hall sophomore year where things got weird, okay? Yeah, that was the weird one. <laughs> Banana th You did tell it, but I don't remember what was what was what was in it. So we would have like a sandwich like a burger station or hot dog station, you know, the real good juicy stuff. Banana in the, burgers. In the USA, right? 
and it's like a griddle and then they make stuff and you're like, oh, can I have a burger? Can I have a hot dog? Can I have a double burger? Can I have a triple hot dog? Right. <laughs> and then one day they were just making peanut butter, banana, bacon sandwiches. <laughs> or it's like, what's oh. that Elvis? Ben, I don't know. Bana- There's banana, banana, like bacon. Si- yeah. You gotta be some kind of fucked up. Let me tell you. <laughs> Also, <laughs> that's another one. They're they're just gonna be like, look at these fucking idiots. Look at these idiots. They, they have, have banana pizza, <laughs> which is just Nutella on crust with banana over it. That is so gross, man. That is so fucking gross. Anyway, was that a good cheese story? When I said I'm racking my brain for a cheese story, did that did that meet your yeah. story needs? Yeah, it did. It genuinely did. I'm I'm, I'm glad that you told me that cheese story. I'm uh, glad too. I cannot believe that there was a banana themed dinner and cheese banana. soup. Yeah, banana themed dinner and cheese soup. My fifth lyric is from the song Westermark off the album Guppy. And the lyric is cardboard cereal eating me inside. From across your room, I saw second cousins kissing on the lawn. We will never speak again. Now, here is here is I, I mean i don't know i don't know i don't know okay can you tell me what this means hmm <laughs> i'm thinking so second cousins kissing on the lawn we will never speak again hmm <laughs> cardboard cereal i do not know so i do like the idea that like you're having a good time with someone in your room and then suddenly you see second cousins kissing and you're just like what um, happened in this room, what we saw today will never be spoken of. And we must end this friendship and never speak of what we saw here today. (laughs) That's what I like about this. Yeah. Like the second cousins, we have no idea who they are. They're, (laughs) I'm not sure that they're second cousins. They look similar enough to be second cousins, but our friendship cannot continue after having seen that kiss like it this is a turning point i just like to imagine like what thing in a friendship that isn't like an argument between two people but it's something they experience together they're just like well i guess we're never speaking again i feel like for example if you and i were like hanging out in the park one day and then we stumbled upon like um a what 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 do we stumble upon? We stumble upon some sort of rabid squirrel, right? Okay. That jumps into a, a man's ear hole and the man is controlled by the squirrel and then like tries to kill us. And then you have to step in and kill this person. That's an act of imagination you have there, Lucian. <laughs> I know not of what you speak anyway. <laughs> If that were to happen, I don't think we'd ever speak again. I think we'd be so shook that we could not process the insanity of what just happened. I mean, why not? I feel like we would be the only people who understood each other, how we felt. (laughs) That's a really beautiful way of looking at it. And that shows to me that you're very at peace and we stand. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right, King. You want to hear it? I want to hear your fifth lyric, fifth and final. 
my fifth and final lyric on this lyric boys podcast concerning the band Charlie Bliss. My fifth and final lyric is from the song Blown to Bits. Mm. So this song is about kind of like the world ending and all the things that go with the world ending. Mm. So the lyrics are life as I know it, anything goes, karate lessons, reality shows. I feel so tired. Can't believe this is it. It's going to break my heart to see it blown to bits. So that already the first two things that she thinks of when she thinks of the world ending and all the things, all the things that encompass all of time and just the world in general. The first two things she thinks of are karate lessons and reality shows. And I love that. What can be more American than that? <laughs> um, I do like the just understatement of it's going to break my heart to see it blown to bits. Mm. <laughs> just the idea that you're like, oh, the world ending and everything I know coming to complete stop. That's going to break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> what is... What is your version of karate lessons reality shows? Like the first two things you think of when you think of the world ending. Do you have that? Like what TV and what American? No, no, no. Just like like her version of like, I'm going to be upset to see the world end. The first two things I'm going to be upset about is karate lessons and reality shows. What's your version of that? Fried dough and pumpkin patches. Mm, okay. My version of it is video games. Okay. And... uh machinery <laughs> the general concept of machinery i just closed my eyes and i was like my my it felt like i there was a quick flash like a montage in my head of all the images that have ever existed and suddenly i just saw fried dough in a gingham napkin mm. with some powdered sugar over it at a state fair because i think oh. i'm still in the state fair mood from earlier and i was like that's it that is it i gotta say that is peak life right there <laughs> yeah like you don't need expensive fancy cars when you have a town fair fried dough powdered sugar and your loved ones in the fourth of july fireworks a bud light <laughs> lady liberty smiling down on you shedding a tear for the freedom that this country has. <laughs> Dad, it's raining. No, Lady Liberty is simply <laughs> weeping for the freedoms. freedoms Dad, there's that a we severe have. thunderstorm warning. We need to leave. Uh, yeah. So then later in the song, she just starts like doing similar themes, right? It's like things that she just lists a whole bunch of things. That's all. Okay. Amongst staring those things cars. are staring at cars, selling your art, feeling so sure that feeling so sure you're waking up tomorrow, a better son or daughter, drunk walking home, making the choice to be completely alone. Your mom in the yard, your dad's favorite team poised to fail, then somehow suddenly win love when you're in it felt and French kissing. It's going to break my heart to see it blown to bits. It's, yeah. It's just fun. I love like a little crosshatch of like aliens come to earth and they like go back and they report it and they're like, what did you see down there? And you're like, um, 
people were staring at cars and um, <laughs> some of them get drunk and walk home and the, the alien commander's like, yes, love this. This is the information I need. And then the alien commander is like, we can't go home yet. We first need to go to Gallagher's 2000. <laughs> love it. What's your version of this? My it- version is just staring at cars, questioning, am I a piece of shit? Looking at drunk walking home, questioning, am I a piece of shit? My mom in the yard, wondering if her son is a piece of shit. (laughs) Your dad's favorite team. Too bad his son is a piece of shit. (laughs) Love when you're in it. (laughs) Even for a piece of shit. It's going to break my heart to see it blown to bits. (laughs) Amazing. Wow, we um, did five lyrics. Good point, Andrew. You want to lead us into the next section of the Lyric Boys podcast? <laughs> well, section number 2A states that under the Lyric Boys terms and conditions, we are now required to write our own Charlie Bliss style lyrics. That means that on the spot, we take a minute to just write some lyrics that we think fit the style of Charlie Bliss, our own versions. So hang in there, folks. (laughs) Lyric boys, content hounds. It's that time where me and Andrew say the lyrics that we just made up on the spot. What a great time. What a great segment. Andrew, you want to give me your very own Charlie Bliss lyrics? Why, yes, sir, I do. So... My Charlie Bliss song, the name of it is called Didgeridoo. Hell yeah. (laughs) I woke up next to you. Your voice sounded like a didgeridoo. Full of laughter from a former youth, a life well lived, now as dead as John Wilkes Booth. I found a diamond with your name, but when I held it, it burst into flame. My love for you has gone away. The Aww. end. End scene. Damn. Just the you idea like, of... Do you stan a John Wilkes Booth reference? <laughs> I more stand the idea of someone's voice sounding a didger- sounding like a didgeridoo. That would be very funny. <laughs> that would be very humorous. Yeah, it could be. Hope any engineer, audio engineers at home are working their magic to make us into didgeridoos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, let me hear your your lyric. So this lyric is guaranteed to be a good time because I did not read it over once, and I don't know if, <laughs> if I rhymed or if I did not. So this nice. song is called "Well Shit." <laughs> oh, nice. And let's just say I um, do not know what to do. Little ball of cheese. Mm. Flowers that make me sneeze. Torn ligament in this knee. Checking my left leg for fleas. You can give me a parade, but I'd rather float and watch my friend serenade me for being the goat. If we all died now, that would straight up suck. I wouldn't even know. Anticlimactic as fuck. 
You know, you know what? <clears throat> I got to say, I can really hear that in like the Charlie Bliss style. I really do. I think that that, that was good. Thank you. Maybe because I just stole listing things from Blown to Bits and listed different things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you did. And then talked about the world ending. <laughs> but, you know, clearly we're not a very original group of people. I will say, I just had a moment right now that's like, it will be, it is anticlimactic that when you die, you don't, you don't know how the whole world is going to come to an end. That's sad. Yeah. Well... <laughs> What if, uh, I mean, I think that we know what's basically going to happen is either nuclear holocaust, but the world will still go on. It'll just be different. Uh, a bit, the sun's going to burn out four billion years. That's what's going to cause the end of the world. Okay. You, you, now you know. Now you know. You happy? If you're clinging on to this life, not willing to die because you don't know how the world's going to end, well, Andrew Stieglitz just gave you a hot tip. The inevitable just, heat death of the universe, baby. Ding, ding. I like it. Sad. I like it. I'm glad you like it. And if you are one of our listeners at home thinking, I like it too, well, here's another hot tip. You can subscribe and follow to the Lyric Boys podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Like, if you're listening to a podcast, wherever the hell you listen to this podcast, you can most likely follow or subscribe because you're probably doing it on Apple or on Spotify or on one of the other ones like Overcast, whatever. Point is subscribe, follow, and you'll never miss a Lyric Boys episode because they'll, they'll drop in your, um, your thing. They'll drop in your thing and you always get to listen to it. Yes, <laughs> your <also>, thing. <laughs> it'll drop in your thing. Guess what, honeys? Fools. We're also on social media at the Lyric Boys, which is uh, social media includes Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, and um, we're there. And if you want to, you know, reach out, you can uh, DM us or whatever, and we will have a blast connecting in an organic way. <laughs> hashtag content. Speaking of hashtag, hashtag content, content. Uh, the song that's playing under. This explanation right now is yeah. a song written by myself, <laughs> and it's called the Lyric Boys Podcast Theme Song. And if you like that <laughs> original title, I have more where that came from at freelancerband.bandcamp.com or freelancer on SoundCloud or freelancer on Google, or just think about freelancer and maybe my songs will start playing. I love it. Great promo. Great promo. Iconic promo. We're the promo kings. We're promo kings. That's it. That was the podcast. I hope you had a great time, and I hope this made you want to come back again, because we'll be back again, baby. And we'll be here with our jokes and our our lessons and our and our thing okay so have a our great thing. day have a great night have a great life 